Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome again to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Tuesday, January 19, 2016. Thank you all so much for joining us on this morning. We are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We appreciate all that you all have done to help support this platform. Thank you for sharing and inviting uh, and joining us every single day. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Always make sure that when you join this line, you do not come alone. You want to make sure that those that you are surrounded by are getting fed positive things that are going to help sharpen their iron so they can help sharpen yours and you theirs and uh, you can make sure that you are surrounded with like-minded individuals that are progressive and going somewhere positive, and that's the information and content that we provide on this platform here. So thank you so much for dialing in and for joining us here every single day. We're looking forward to uh, a great 2016 and everything that's to come. We have some events lined up soon in February. We'll be traveling to uh, New York, so we'll have you'll see more promotion and things in regards to that, doing another One Dreams Collide workshop there, and we are excited about it for sure. But uh, today, we want to make sure that you all are prepared to go and conquer whatever obstacle is before you. So as you are listening to the call on today, as you are scrolling through your social media, we ask that you post your notes, tag us in by either our name or using the hashtag One Dreams Collide, just so we can see it. So everybody else can see it as well and be inspired to apply what it is that you posted on today from this call here. Uh, all right, folks, let's go ahead and get this party started. My husband here, he's ready to rock and roll. If you're driving, put in your Bluetooth, got your pen and paper, take your notes. Honey, won't you come on to the line here and say good morning to our VIPs, our Vision Impact Partners. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, I am. I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from today. The three keys to success. The three keys to success. You know, they say, uh, many people have said that I don't know the secrets to success, but I do know the secret formula to failure, and that is trying to please everybody. I don't know the formula to success, but I do know the formula for, for, for failure is trying to please everybody. You've got to get into the disposition of understanding how to what I call, in the words of Dr. Miles Monroe, P-O-D. Jared, what is P-O-D? Prioritize, organize, and discipline yourself. You must prioritize, organize, and discipline. Those are going to be important keys for you to institute in your life, in your, in your business, in your personal life to make sure that you're not in balance, but you are in harmony. You have to be in harmony in success. Success is a complete orchestra, and here's what you have to do. In order to lead the orchestra, you must be willing to turn your back to the crowd. In order to lead the orchestra, you must be willing to turn your back 
to the crowd. In other words, you must observe the masses and do the opposite. Observe the masses and do the opposite. I want to talk to you about the first key to success. You must pay attention. Please write that down. Pay attention. Some people are so broke and others are so broken, they can't afford to pay attention. You must learn to silence your inner voice. You must learn to to calm the chatter in your life so that you can get clear on the instructions that you're receiving. You must be clear to get not only pay attention to what's being said, but also pay attention to what's not being said. Because success oftentimes is not about what you're doing. It's oftentimes about what you need to stop doing. Did you understand Success is oftentimes not about what you, need to, uh, what you need to be doing. It's more about what you need to stop doing. So you must learn how to pay attention when things are going on, when things are happening in your relationships, when things are happening in your business, when things are happening in your career. Sometimes you're missing the monuments of importance because you're not paying attention. You must learn how to focus in. You must learn how to steal yourself. You must learn how to bring yourself into a place that you understand what is taking place, that you can effectively listen. My, my grandma used to always say, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. You're supposed to use the ears twice as often as you use your mouth. And so you must pay attention. Whenever somebody is in the room, that has the information, that has the insight, that has the results that you're looking for, learn how to pay attention. Learn how to focus in on what they're saying because you cannot learn if you're the one talking. You can't learn, you can't extract, you can't grow if you're the one always teaching. At some point, as the teacher, you must also become a student. Some of the best leaders have been good followers. So you must learn to pay attention. That's key number one. Number two, follow instructions. Oh, this is big. Follow instructions. So many times we get the formula. We get the information, but we lack the application. Yes, don't just get the information. You must learn how to apply what you've learned. Information without application will lead to frustration. Information without application will always lead to frustration. So can I ask you a question? What have you applied? Are you following instructions? Now you've learned how to set up the business. Are you implementing what you've learned? Now you've learned how to make the marriage work. Are you implementing what you've learned? Now you've learned and you've gotten some counsel on how to communicate with your daughter, with your son. With your, with your nephew, with your niece, are you applying what you've learned? Have you learned how to follow through? See, here's what's going to happen in life. You've got three options. You can either give up, give in, or give it all you've got. You can either give up, give, it, give in, or give it all you've got. You must learn how to follow instructions. Can I say, say something to you? The highest form of dishonor is an ignored instruction. Write that down, please. The highest form of dishonor is an ignored instruction. The highest form of dishonor is an ignored instruction. And so dishonor has a very distinctive stench to it. Dishonor gets you disconnected. 
Dishonor gets you disqualified, and dishonor gets you dismissed. Don't ignore the instruction. That's what happened with Jonah. Remember Jonah in the Bible? He ignored the instruction that God gave him, and he thought he was going to outrun an instruction. And anytime you find yourself outrunning an instruction of what you need to apply, you will find yourself in the belly of a whale, in a dark place where you're trapped. You will always find yourself in a situation and circumstances where you're now restricted and not able to move and do and have and be who you're supposed to be because you have ignored the instruction. Jonah was trapped in the well for three days and three nights. Why? Because he ignored the instructions. I wonder, I wonder how many of us today are trapped because of the instructions we've ignored. I wonder how many of us today are repeating our past pains and past failures because we've ignored the instructions. See, it's the instructions that you apply in your life that gets you into the next season. See, when you fail to sow, you will fail to grow. It is in the sowing that there becomes growing. But if you ignore the instruction to sow, your time. You ignore the instruction to sow, your talent. You, you ignore the instruction to sow your tongue, in other words, the right words. You, you ignore the instruction to sow your treasure. It can cause you to be at the bottom of the well. It, it can cause you to be restricted. It can cause you not to have the access granted. See, access is, is really favor. Favor is access into an environment. But you cannot have access to a person, you cannot have access to a place, and you will not have access to a project unless you learn how to follow instructions. The third key to success is take massive action. Yes, you must learn to take massive action. Most people are always getting ready to get ready. You're, pl- you're planning, you're planning, you're replanning, and then you're checking the plan of the plan that you plan. Most people are so convoluted in their thoughts that all they're doing is praying. Yes, we know prayer changes things, but of course we also understand that Rosa Parks, if she had not decided that prayer plus my participation will change things, things would have not changed. In order for things to change, you must change. In order for things to get better, you must get better. Take massive action. I'm so sick and tired of you incredible winners, you people that can have an impact in people's lives, that can change the trajectory of you and your family's life, that are still sitting still, not doing nothing, but always getting ready to get ready. You run around here with all these self-help books. You run around here with your Bible. You, we ought to know your behavior. We ought to know your Savior through your behavior. We ought to know if you're going towards a progressive realization of a worthy idea based on what you're doing, not on what you're reading. Reading is fundamental, but the fundamentals must still be applied in the game. Take massive action. What actions are you taking? Are you like one of these people that are always getting ready to get ready? Always one day, someday, I'm finna. Always tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll do it. Tomorrow I'll get started. Next week I'm going to try. You know what try means, right? To try means to fail with dignity. To fail with dignity. You must learn how to take massive actions. And don't 
and don't, don't think it's going to be easy. Easy is sleazy. Don't think they're just going to let you go in for the easy layup. Sometimes you're going to have to hit a three-point shot. Sometimes you're going to have to hit a fadeaway jump shot. Sometimes you're going to have to take the hard foul even while you finish the play. In other words, it's not going to be easy. If it was going to be easy to take massive action, everybody else would be doing it. Everybody else would have the books written. Everybody else would have the events that they were doing. Everybody else would, would, would be the success stories in the family. Everybody else would have their last name set up because we understand that an inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in people. If it was, not going, to, if it was going to be easy, everybody would build it for their last name. But you must learn to take massive, massive action in the direction of your goal. I, I, wonder, I wonder if Jesus never walked down the Via Della Rosa to carry the cross, what, where, where people would be today. See, see, it was in the walking. It was in the marching. It was in the flugging. It was in the piercing of his side that everything came to pass. You've got to be willing to carry the cross if you want the crown. You've got to be willing to endure the rain if you want the rainbow. You, you must be willing to go through the vicissitudes of life to get to what it is that you want to get to. If you aren't going to grow through it, you'll never get to it. Did you hear me? Unless you grow through it, you will not get to it. Take massive actions and don't make excuses. An excuse is nothing, what a, nothing but a well-planned lie. Turn your excuses into your reasons. The thing that ought to be your reason, don't make it your excuse. Don't make your kids the excuse. Make your kids the reason. Don't make your lack thereof having resources the excuse. Make it the reason. The, the disciples said, we don't have any food. Jesus said, yes, you do. Go, go and find me what you have. And, and, and if, isn't it interesting that the young lad that they counted from, the two fish and the five, barley loaves of bread. He wasn't even counted in the number. He, he wasn't even someone that they said would have what is necessary or what was needed to feed the multitude. But he brought the two fish, five loaves of bread, and here's what Jesus did. He didn't do what most of us did do. He, he didn't complain. He didn't criticize and condemn. He didn't start cussing everybody out and saying, oh, woe is me. He didn't say, why don't y'all pack a bag? You know I'm long-winded. He didn't start going off on people, posting stuff on Facebook, saying these, these, these jokers that came over here and now we ain't got no food and I got to cut my message and my teacher short. That ain't what he did. He didn't go and post a meme on Instagram talking about, see, this is why I'm done with y'all. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to go get back into the carpentry business. That ain't what he did. You know what he did? He took what was not enough. Take massive action. Watch him. Watch it. Don't just read the stories. Extrapolate the principles. He took what was not enough. First thing he did is he thanked God for what was not enough. Hey, there it is. Are you willing to thank God for what is not even enough? Yeah, I only got, I got, I got $500 and the bills are $5,000. Thank you, God. Mm. He took what was not enough. He blessed it. After he blessed what was not enough. See, that's gratitude. Write this down. Gratitude is the seed for more. Take massive action. After he blessed it, then he broke it. Mm. See, the blessing is in the breaking. You cannot be blessed until you're willing to endure being broken. Being broken is the alabaster box for being blessed. And so he blessed it, 
He broke it, and then here's what he did. It multiplied. It's after the, break, the blessing. Then comes the breaking. And after you have been broken, then the multiplication will turn out. Then will you be able to feed 5,000 people with two, two fish and five barley loaves of bread because we lost count not during the blessing. Mm. We lost count after the breaking. Many of you, when you start taking massive action in the direction of your dream, in the direction of your goal, we're going to lose count of what you did not have. We're going to lose count of what was not for you. Here's what I will say. The people that didn't have five words for you, listen to me, doing the breaking season uh, are going to be the same people that have 500 questions for you during your blessing season. I'm telling you right now, this is what you must do. Pay attention. Follow instructions. And definitely take massive action. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Those are so powerful. Pay attention. Everything that you're looking for is looking for you. Every single thing you're looking for is also looking for you, but are you awake? Are you paying attention enough to even see it looking for you too? You're praying for it. You're fasting for it. You're doing all this other stuff for it, but it's right there in front of you. You can't even see it because it's surface. It's superficial. You're, 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 you're playing with it. You're just going through the motions of the action. You're not really believing the action. And that's the difference. If you're not really believing what it is that you're doing and you're just going through the motions day in, day out, you're going to miss everything. You're not going to be able to see what's in front of you. You're not going to be able to see the blessing when it shows up. You have to be intentional about what you're doing. You gotta, in order to pay attention, you have to be intentional with what you see and what you do. You can't just skip around it. No, you got to stay focused on it. Absolutely. The scripture tells us, let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids right before you. That's in Proverbs. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids right before you. What is it? Focus. Pay close attention to what's going on around you, what's going on through you, what's going on to you, and what's happening to those that are around you as well. That's important because there's lessons in everybody else. You know, you're, you're praying for something, you're seeking something out, but the very thing that you're looking for may not happen to you. It may happen to somebody that's connected to you because there's a lesson in that. But if you're not paying attention, you miss it because maybe you're so concerned with self. You're so concerned about, you know, you and what you're doing and, and what's going on and that you, that you miss everything that, that God is doing around you. He, he will speak through different people, experiences, and situations to get a word to you, to get a message to you, to get your answer to you. But you got to have enough discernment and pay enough attention to the right voice, to the right spirit, to the right atmosphere, and the right energy to know that that message is for you. So you definitely got to pay attention. You got to the instructions. My goodness, that's that's powerful, very powerful, because if you don't if you don't have instructions, if you don't know where to go, you're not going to go anywhere. Whose instructions are you following, first of all? Who, who are you listening to? You, you can't take constructive criticism from somebody who hasn't constructed anything. If their marriage is tore up from the flow up, then you don't need to call them and ask them how to restore yours. That's backwards. They don't know right now. That, that's not who you need to go to. 
if, if the person is, is struggling financially and never built anything and don't have anything and they just have a pattern of wasted money, you don't go to a waster and ask them how to save, how to retain anything that's not in them. They, 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 don't, they don't know how to do that. So, so when you get the word, when you get the instructions as to who you should listen to, who you should connect to, where you should go, what organizations you should join, what, what business you should start, whatever those instructions are, once you receive those instructions, now it's important for you to go to work and actually do something with those instructions. That's what's important. That's what matters. The scripture tells us, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother. Hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the instruction of your mother. Listen to those who are in leadership, whose character is right, first of all, and who has the blueprint for where it is that you want to go. If they are, if they are teaching you things, and their heart is right, you know their intention is right, their character is right, then duplicate what they're teaching. Listen to what they're saying and apply it. Follow their, follow their footsteps. Follow their, their pattern. They, they, if they left the pattern for you, trace at least. You don't, have to, you don't have to color it just like theirs. You don't have to do it exactly like theirs, but at least extract what you can. And if they say go do this, then go and do it. Apply it. Okay, so it doesn't work. What did you learn? Go back to them and say, hey, I, I, I attempted to do this. It didn't work out for me. Am I doing something wrong? Or, or, or did, you know, is there something that should change in the, in the path of these instructions? You know, you don't have to go off on the person. You gave me the wrong instructions. It's your fault I failed. Well, no, there's a learning moment for both of you. Everybody's human. Nobody's perfect but God. So if they make a mistake in, in advising you in something, maybe they, maybe they got it wrong. It's okay. It happens sometimes. Okay, y'all talk about how you can get it right. It's really that simple. It's nothing to get worked up about. You, it, 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 it can be resolved amicably if you look at it in that way. But you need to be able to follow the instructions of someone or something. If there's no person in your life right now that you want to receive instructions from, then you just need to make sure your, your ear uh, is, is heightened to God's voice. So when he gives you instructions, on who to connect with, where to go, what to do, and what to say in these situations, you can actually apply them and get the results that you're looking for. That's what I had to do with the Straight Talk Woman Talk Intensive. He didn't give us an agenda for the day, but he had a plan for the entire day. And I told him the moment I got on, on the stage and I greeted everybody and said hello, I was like, he, he still hasn't told me the agenda. But, my God, it couldn't have been – it could, I couldn't have written a, a, an agenda that delivered what happened on Saturday, period, point blank, in the story. That, that's why he didn't give it to me. And sometimes that may be what's happening to you. Maybe he's not giving you the details because he wants you to trust him enough to let him flow, let him do his will, let him have his way so you can get the blessing from the breaking. Sometimes you can be so structured that you structure him out. You want to plan everything. You want to make sure every I is dotted, T is crossed, but you can't force what doesn't fit. My, my whole, the whole uh, mindset that I had throughout this whole process when I was talking to the ladies on the sneak peek and even at the intensive was that, listen, I, I was looking for effortlessness. If it was not effortless, I didn't do it. 
I, that was my indicator that whoa, this is not no. I, I need to I need to get a different set of instructions because what I am attempting to do is not working. And so instead of attempting to force what doesn't fit, I got to move on. I got to find something else to do. You do those in all your relationships as well. If the man say he don't want to be with you, he don't want to be with you. I don't care how many pictures you send him of yourself. I don't care how many text messages you send or what you do. If he if it's not right, it's not right. If he's not ready, he's not ready. And so you have to respect that enough to receive it. You can't force what doesn't fit, okay? And so the third thing that he said is you got to take massive action. Scripture tells us, but some will say you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works, meaning my work, my execution, my application, my actions shows you what faith looks like for me. It shows you what my belief system is. It shows you where I am mentally. It shows you whose instructions I'm following. It shows you that I'm paying attention. Why? Because I did the work. I got the results. I executed. I made something happen. So now you can see through your experience, you've seen the pictures, videos, whatever the case may be, you've seen my work, so now you know I have faith for that thing that you just saw me work for. You should be able to do the same thing to people. They should be able to see that you have faith by the work that you've executed, by the work that you have done. You know, if you have faith for that business, they should see you started. If you have faith for that marriage, they should see you working towards it, and you all having that happy romantic relationship. If you, if you have faith for your children being educated, then they should see it in their grades in school by the time you invest in them at home teaching them what their teachers cannot teach them in the classroom. Show you my faith by my works. That's the mentality that you got to have. I interpret this scripture as saying, listen, I don't have to tell you what I'm about to do. You're going to see. I'll just show you better than I can tell you. That's what a lot of people are able to do. A lot of us are able to do, make more moves and less announcements. So, yeah, those three keys are powerful. Pay attention, follow instructions, and take massive action. That's what you got to do. If you all haven't subscribed to our website, be sure you do it today. You can go to windreamscollide.com, windreamscollide.com, become a Vision Impact Partner. Check it out. Uh, we have many different programs available to assist people, assist you on this journey, on this path, uh, whether it's private uh, coaching and leadership development sessions. If you wanted to come and speak for your organization, we're available to do that. If you want to partner with us, on our future projects, you can do that as well. So just go to winddreamscollide.com. You'll see all of that there. Subscribe today. Let's get connected, and let's continue to uh, assist each other in our success journey. Honey? Absolutely. I want to share something with you quickly in closing. Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Show me your friends, and I will show you your future. Pay attention. Pay very close attention. Follow instructions and take massive action. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.